Blog Talk Radio. Hey bitches, this is Goddess Jennifer of RatedP.net, and you're listening to In Bed with Dr. Sue on Blog Talk Radio. (laughs) Hello everybody, it's Tuesday, January the 8th, and yes, you are in bed with me, Dr. Sue, and with my cohorts, who I will introduce you to in a moment. We're going to be talking tonight about actually a whole pile of stuff, um, primarily to do with the submissive mind and why you feel the things that you do and quite possibly how you ended up with some fetishes that you have. And we're going to cover a whole wackadoo of stuff. So you're going to want to call in if you guys are submissive, if you have questions, if you're running into things, especially if you're in a cuckold relationship, you do end up with some pretty serious issues that can end up popping up when you see your significant other having fun without you. So give us a call. It's 646-478-3644. And get in the queue, and we will answer your questions live on the air. And for right now, we are going to go to this word from me. (laughs) Be sure to hit up the Intune Show live this Thursday, right here on Blog Talk Radio at 10 p.m. Eastern. Dr. Sue is going to answer all your questions on sex, on love, on relationships, on dating. It's really, it's about life. If you're having issues with any part of your life, the doc will do her best to get you back on track. That's this Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on the Intune Show with Ms. P. Ta-da. So, yeah, make sure you guys are there. We have a new segment called The Couch, so you can you have a choice. You can go on Thursdays and hop onto the couch, or you can hop into bed with me on Tuesdays. So you can just jump from place to place to place. So um, I'm very happy to have my Joey here. Hi, Joey. Hi, Dr. Sue. And I also have Vanilla Girl, Ashley Jill. Hello. Hello. Da-da, we're all here. We're all We're all happy, and we're all... Healthy, right? Yes, well, we are. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And so what's been up, Joey? Have you done anything naughty? Oh, sadly, I have not. <gasps> what do we need to do? I've been busy. And then I was, like, in the hospital last week. So. <gasps> Tell them about your horribleness in the hospital. I, this is why I, I made that emphasis was because... Both Joe and Ashley were running in and out of the hospital through the New Year's-ish time. And, yeah, so, like, you fell over in your dinner. What's going on? What did you eat? Was it that bad? It was, actually. You know, it was like, you know, you're trying to do the New Year's resolution thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, I had, like, a salad for dinner. And apparently, you know, my body just couldn't handle healthy and just decided to give out. Okay, seriously, uh, that would be really cool if you could sell that somewhere else because I happen to know that you've been eating perfectly fine for two years. So that doesn't hold water. Do you think maybe it's because of the stress from Sandy? Oh, the stress? No, couldn't possibly (laughs) be that. Couldn't possibly be that. Nah. No, it couldn't be. There's just no way. I mean, you just sailed right through that. You actually did. You sailed right through it and, you know, never even got to grieve because for those of you who don't know, we did lose the big, beautiful boat. My big, beautiful boat. We did lose it. But and we're going to buy a shiny new, beautiful boat. So it will be the BBB2. And the illness kept me from going to the boat show. I know, so we have to do something about that. There's a boat show in Toronto this weekend. Come over here. Are they going to have, like, big boats? Yeah. 
It's like the big, 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 big boat show. I want to do the, like the boat show in Miami. Oh. oh. That's like that's like President's Day weekend. I was good. Can't you can you like test drive them because you're in Miami? Uh well, if they are in the water, I can probably do a sea trial. Ah, so cool. That would be so cool. It would be. Well, why don't you do it? Treat yourself. Um, we got to see how things are going. All right. Right, right now, me uh, blacking out when I'm eating salads is not a good thing. No, I mean, geez, you're eating a salad. See, this is just goes to prove. I just want everyone to know this. Okay, don't come down so hard on junk food. Look, at salad almost killed my Joey. So just think <laughs> about that for a minute. You can't make friends with salad. Just ask Lisa Simpson. You, you really can't make friends with salad. You can't. And I've, I've, you've proved it. I've never, like, blacked out over a Twinkie. No, you know what? I can't say that I have either. Nope. So. I haven't seen, you know, I haven't fallen face first into my Mickey D's. Uh, you know, it's a lot to be said for processed food. <laughs> I, I'm saying, uh, unless you're unless you're like a diabetic, I'm thinking the Twinkie is safe. Well, but but a Twinkie really isn't. No. Okay, we won't go down that road. That's like, yeah, that's kind of scary. Twinkies are actually scary, although I do miss them. The Twinkies over here just aren't the same. The Twinkies over here just don't make it because everything's called something different over here. What is it called over there? Well, they eventually changed to Twinkie, but I can't remember what it was when we first got here. Well, I'm sure it'll be back. I heard somebody's trying to buy out the name. So. Well, that would be nice. I'd like I mean, they to have Twinkies not die. They have to. I mean, think about Wonder Bread. I mean, how many kids rely on Wonder Bread for their PB&J? And that in and of itself is frightening. Because Wonder Bread isn't real either, so. Yes, but I could I could take a loaf of Wonder Bread, put it on the big beautiful boat, and, like, it would be there, like, two weeks later and still be, like, edible. And not a speck of mold. Exactly. Isn't that magical? <laughs> it's God. a magical loaf of bread, I'm telling you. It's like you. I buy fresh bread. If I don't eat it by the weekend, it's gone. Mm-hmm. I can keep the Wonder Bread there in the shelf. No, the Wonder Bread will stay forever. It is magical. Mm-hmm. It's Wonder. It is. It's Wonder Bread, exactly. Well, <laughs> living by its name, you can't you can't get mad at that. Holy cow! Well, guess what? We got shout-outs coming up. <laughs> oh my God, that thing scares me every time. Because <laughs> you don't know when I'm pushing it. <laughs> I do that on purpose. We have we have a few actually, because everyone, all you little last minute muffins are always sending me stuff at the last minute. I oh, very happy to say hello to Debauchery Detroit. I want everyone to say hello to the beautiful doms at Debauchery Detroit who are listening live right now in the dungeon. So hi you guys. Hello. And let's see who else have I got here. Oh. I want you guys to visit the Dom Dose every time you can because they have amazing articles on there. Irv's on there. There's a lot of regular writers. The Doms write regularly on there. It's a really good website. So go to the Dom Dose whenever you get a minute. Um, Rob from Twitter has a shout-out, and he says, Can I do a shout-out for all my Twitter followers and also all my new colleagues? I'm going to put that in quotes because he got um, – down just a wee tiny bit, a little, you know, newspaper across the nose, that he's met on the new website, findomsandbeyond.com. You guys really actually should, if you get a minute, head over there if you're into financial domination. Excellent site. I've been hearing nothing but reviews about it, and I haven't even been in there yet, so I have to to jump in there, run by an absolutely stunning dominatrix. Um, who is going to give a shout-out in one second. Anyways, Rob was saying he really appreciates knowing such fabulous fabulous people, both on here, and he means on Twitter, and on that particular site. And he also said he wants to give a special shout-out to me for all the fun and enjoyment I bring to everyone. That's, I, I, I bring mirth and merriment. I sprinkle everyone with, with mirth and joy. Okay, yeah, you guys are just like... Okay, yeah, screw you. 
Okay, so we have another one. Um, Goddess Belladonna, who is the owner of FinDomsAndBeyond.com. And she wants to give a shout-out to me for being an amazing lady uh, with a good sense of humor. Well, I have to have a good sense of humor. I mean, look at who I'm surrounded by. Aww. <laughs> no, that's me. Mm. Get it right. God, you're so blonde. Okay. What else have we got here? <gasps> Ray! Our favorite guy, Ray, who is, I think he's sick. He's either sick or he's working. Ray, um, I can't remember what he had. But he's been really sick and he's been, like, lying in bed. So we're saying hi to Ray, who is probably going to be listening tomorrow or something, because a lot of people had to go to bed because a lot of people um, are getting up really early for work. Everybody's back into, oh, my God, look what I spent on Christmas mode. But Ray wants to give a shout-out to his beautiful goddess, Elle, um, she's truly an amazing woman who fills my life with joy. And he also wants to shout out to me, Dr. Sue, you're a wonderful lady who improves lives of everyone improves the lives of everyone you come in contact with. I'm blessed to know you. That's very nice. Isn't that nice? That is very it's nice. Ray, I'm telling you, he is my ray of sunshine. I keep Did calling they, him Ray of Sunshine. Because Did they he spend is. too much on Finn Dom and Beyond? What's that what's that? Did he spend too much on Finn Dom and Beyond? No, he didn't. He's been a very good boy. He has been doing everything that Goddess L has been telling him to do, and now they have a very deep and meaningful relationship to you. So, what else have I got? I think that's it. We have Ray. We have everybody. We do. Oh, I, I, I'm so rude. I cannot believe I almost forgot Puplet. I can't forget Puplet. My little puppet is one of my new little slaves, and he's such a good boy. He's been buying me all sorts of shoes. Oh, Joey, you should see all the shoes that I got through the sparkly holidays. Sparkly shoes? Ah. Uh, Do we have sparkly shoes? Oh, I got shoes? a pair today. I got a pair today that almost made me want to weep. They were so <laughs> beautiful. You have to admit. Tell them. Yeah, they were awesome. They're freaking awesome. Actually, I have one of them in the office right now that I can just you know, sit back and, and stare at. Because it is nothing but sparklies, top to bottom, even on the heel, everything. It's just like, oh. So I can say hi, Puplet, and tell him he's been a very good boy. And a Puplet, by the way, is a cross between a puppy and a piglet. Because I don't like calling men pigs. My issue. I just think it's rude. I don't. They're not pigs to me. So, but a piglet is cute, and he kind of liked being a pig. So I made him a puplet, and instead of barking, he now woinks. Get it? Which is a wolf and an oink. Could it also yeah, be I know. a boink? It's, it's, you got to be there. It's, yeah. kind of, it's between the two of us. It sounds Sorry. really fruity, I know, but hey. Could it be a boink? We have so little in life. Give us a break here. But yeah, he's been doing all my shoes. What did you say, Joey? Could it be a boink? Between, no, a bark, no. between a bark and an oink? Well, but boinking is, is getting laid. That's rude. Why would it? Why would anyone fuck us up? <laughs> I don't know. Nah. See? So, that's it for shout-outs. If you guys have any shout-outs, always be sure to email me at inbedwithdrsue at gmail.com. And send me your questions and your shout-outs and your deep deep expressions of love. Or you can hit me up on Twitter, which is at Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R Sue, S-U-E. And let me tell you, I did a little bit of research and found out that Dr. Sue, because she's been getting some of my tweets. <laughs> Poor woman. <laughs> okay, if you go to at Dr. Sue, which is D-R-S-U-E, right, First of all, her account is locked up, and there's a reason why. is because she does a lot of work within the church. So we couldn't be two more polar opposites. So when you guys accidentally tweet Dr. Sue instead of spelling out the word doctor, I'm afraid we probably send her back about 40 years with each one of those tweets. So try and keep that straight. We don't want to kill the woman. <laughs> so we'll be right back after this word from a whole bunch of people. Hey guys, 
Caddis Jennifer here, and I have an amazing deal for all you listeners who like to be in bed with Dr. Sue just as much as I do. All you have to do is head over to kinkycustoms.com, enter the code KINKYDOCTOR on the quote page, and you're going to get 10% off your order. Boys, you can even buy something for the dom of your choice. So head over there, kinkycustoms.com, and let Kinky Customs work out all of your design kinks. Hey there, boys. This is Mistress Kiara. Are you a loser, a sub, a freak, or just a fetishist? However you identify yourself, Pretty Punk Princesses is sure to have a mistress for you. No matter what your fetish is, from financial domination and blackmail to cuckolding, cock and ball torture, foot worship, and humiliation of any kind. We've got clips, pictures, blogs, and sessions of any kind are available with all of our princesses. Head over to www.prettypunkprincesses.com and visit the bitchiest mistresses on the net. You're listening to In Bed with Dr. Sue, and we're live with straight talk on twisted subjects because you're twisted, you love to talk about that, that's why we're here. And we are here every other Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Remember, if you've missed any of the other shows, you can always hop into bed with Dr. Sue anytime. All you have to do is download the podcast on Blog Talk Radio or on iTunes. Best thing, really, the DrSueReview.com. Just look for the button that says Dr. Sue on the air. Click it. You're in. It's all taken care of. And while you're visiting the website, make sure you sign up for the Twist List newsletter because if you're twisted and you're not on the list, well, seriously, do you want anybody to know that? Also, download the Android app. That way you are in. You will not miss any of the freaky fun. I think that took long enough. She's probably in the bathroom while we're doing all of this. You don't want those pictures in your head. Actually, maybe you do. Okay. On with the show. Yes, it's Dr. Sue, and I'm back. Oh, I know what I forgot to tell everybody before we get started. Um, there is yet another Dr. Sue on Night Flirt, and I found out from a um, sort of client guy that wrote me and told me what was going on. So try, if you're looking for me, he actually he, <laughs> he um, attributed the wrong person. So you guys have to look for Dr. Sue, sex therapist. Make sure you've got that all down. And now my my listings are all saying the real Dr. Sue. So if you're not talking to the real Dr. Sue, you're not talking to me. So don't let them fool you and say that it's me when it's not. Just saying. Everybody wants to be me. My life is just so wonderful because I have sparklies. You do. I have the best sparklies ever. It's so magical. Beyond magical. So let's get into this. I think I'm going to start off with why am I submissive? Like, where is this coming from? Because that's probably one of the things that get asked the most often, along with where did this fetish come from? Um, What you have to remember is that we are all both dominant and submissive, and I think that's where some conflicts can arrive. You... We're, since we're all dominant and submissive, you're going to have different times throughout the day when you're going to be in different modes. Like, there's a lot of submissive guys who, you know, are dominant throughout the day at their work. They have to be. It, it's just the position that they're in. But when they come home, yeah, when the door closes, maybe they just want to be able to drop to their knees and not have to make all these huge decisions. You'll find a lot of people of great, you know, business power are submissive when they go home for that very reason. It works as a very good yin-yang. So there's times, you're going to have times throughout your day, throughout your life, where you're going to be dominant even if you are primarily submissive. Now, what I'm talking about with this is we're talking about sexually. So, yeah, there's going to be times throughout the day when you're going to be both, depending on what it is. Um, let's put it this way. If Manuel is giving you a hot dog down at the hot dog stand, you're probably not going to think twice about it. But if there's, you know, a very demanding woman who's handing you your hot dog, you may end up going submissive. Do you see what I mean? It just depends on whatever the situation is going to be. So where did it come from? We've all got it. So you've got to kind of, 
you know, you're, you're not going to find exactly why you're submissive about this or that. It's just going to depend on the situation. And that brings up a really good client that I had call me yesterday. It was very, very interesting. And this is the kind of conflict that can arise with having that duality within you. Here's a guy who has an eight-and-a-half-inch penis. Now, it has been my observation, and we're talking generalities here, that most submissive men have small penises. Again, you're going to have exceptions to every rule. Why this guy called me was because he gets torn between his dominant side and his submissive side. So try to remember that in this society that we're living in, you're always going to be, or if you're foolish, let's put it this way, you're foolish if you try to live up to societal standards because society is constantly changing its mind. You can't possibly do it. It's a no-win situation. It's, it's like anything else. One minute something's good for you, the next minute it's bad, the next minute it's good. Oh my God, I mean, we're all turning into, you know, split personality type people walking around with multiple personalities because it's too hard to keep up, let alone if you're throwing religion in there. You throw religion in there, oh, good Lord. Now, you know, now you've got to live up to those standards. And clearly we know that's working well within, you know, the Catholic Church. Just saying. You can get mad at me. That's fine. My opinion, my opinion. But, I mean, it's, it's not a really good track record as far as things being, so if we're looking at the priests and the fact that, okay, as a priest now, you are being completely taken away and made asexual. Well, unless you are asexual, that's a pretty hard thing to do because your sexuality is part of who you are. So, I'm just saying, you can't stuff something down someone's throat and expect them to deal with it. That's the reason why we have all these identity crises. So, you got a guy with an eight and a half inch penis, loves being submissive. However, he also loves being dominant. So, I said, what's wrong with riding, straddling both, right? You know, like, okay, so if you are with this guy, for example, he's one minute wants to be one way, one minute wants to be the other way, but where this conflict is coming in is his dominant side is making him feel guilty for his submissive side. So in other words, if he performs, say for example, he likes CBT, he likes cock and ball torture. So if he allows a woman to torture him, then he starts feeling all guilty when the whole thing's over because his dominant side is going, what the hell is wrong with you? Why would you let someone do that to you? Again, we're talking mind squirrels. These are all things that are going on in this guy's mind. You're not going to see it when you're looking at him. Are we are we getting this? I'm getting this. <laughs> Sorry, it's like yeah. I am vanilla girl. But yes, I'm getting this. Okay. Just so look at the sparklies. Just look <laughs> at the sparklies. There you go. Look at the shoe. Look at the shoe. Are you with me, Joe? I'm looking am at I the sparklies. Am I making sense? I'm yeah, you at the are. Okay, so sparklies. We're talking about sparklies on shoes. No, we're not. So you've got a guy with an eight-and-a-half-inch penis who loves being submissive yet has moments where he wants to be dominant, but his dominant side makes him feel guilty for being submissive, okay? I realize that sounds like a very complicated thing, and it is because this guy is conflicted. He's feeling guilty for allowing himself to indulge in anything that's submissive, because of this dominant side of him that's not allowing him to play. And I said, okay, so where is where is this coming from? Well, real men don't do that. Okay, okay. there we go. That's what I'm saying. So you're looking at, okay, so if real, so I said, okay, where is the handbook for real men? Yeah, seriously. Okay, someone give me, you know, is there some sort of membership? Joe, are you part of that membership? RealMenHandbook.com. Oh, there you go. Well, see, I never got a copy of that. So, see, I don't subscribe to it. 
No, but I'm just saying, like, okay, the only one who's doing the real man thing is going to be his societal upbringing because all men are raised to be alpha. Okay, again, we're talking generalities, but for the most part, all boys, as we're bringing them up, you know, it's one of those, it's hard to be men. Exactly. Ooh. Don't cry, because I don't cry. No, men you know. don't show feelings. <laughs> so that's, that's what you're up against. So if you're having these feelings of, and the other thing is, he's like, but I have an eight and a half inch penis, I shouldn't be feeling this way. And I'm like, who cares? He's got to learn to give himself permission to have that fun, to have that submissive fun, and not feel guilty afterwards. I mean, it just it, it's so unfair that we do this to male children mm-hmm. and not allow them to just grow and become what they want to become. No, we shove all this shit down their throats. You know, you're doing that, be a man, walk it off, shake it off, for God's sakes, don't cry, don't. Don't show emotion. Don't do anything. You know, real men don't do this, 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 and this. Because, again, it's out of the handbook. Because now we know there is one. (laughs) So, and it's not fair. I I just don't don't think think it's it's fair. fair Because that's what's causing the conflict with submissive males and allowing themselves to just let go, just go ahead and, and enjoy being submissive. You know, tomorrow, sexually, you might not feel that way. Some guys stay submissive, and that's all they like, and that's the way they stay. So you've got to give yourself a freaking break. You've got to stop being so mean to yourself and saying, okay, you know, this isn't fair. Um, How come I'm like this? We get a lot of that, too, and a lot of what is normal. Oh, there is no such thing. God. And you've heard me say that a thousand times. There is no such thing. What's normal to me is going to be different, different from to everybody you. else. The person down the road is yeah. going to be different. The church pastor is going to be different. If you're trying to stay up with that, again, you're beating your head against the wall. What the hell's the point? You're only frustrating yourself. Is that why there's a hole in my wall? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You wouldn't have had that trouble with the water coming in. Yeah, that's true. You got to stop beating your head, man. I, we've been over this. Dun, dun, dun. So, are we grasping the conflict there? Oh yeah, of course. So he's just got to give himself. You see what I'm saying? So if you're straddling both, the point is the other thing is we all tend to do this whole. Oh, it has to be one way or the other. Well, if I'm submissive, I have to stay submissive. No, you don't. You don't have to remain submissive. As a matter of fact, there's very few people who do. And those are the ones that you see that are really, 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 really uber wimpy. And do you want to be that way? No, most people don't. So allow yourself to be whatever it is that you are comfortable being in whatever moment that you're in. Do you switch, Joe? Occasionally. There you go. So it just it, it just depends on the person and the situation. So you have to give yourself a break where that's concerned. So right now, before I keep going and blathering, because we do have a few questions, um, we're going to listen to a tune from Diamond Dallas, the beautiful Diamond Dallas. And her tune is called Need Ya Love.
must have picked the painting. Now it's dried, I suppose, like the thorns of a rose. It flows, but show a rose, still a rose, ain't it? Hey, I had a vision at the stoplight. What if it was that easy to stop life? Well, then I just hit the first, and I wouldn't spit this verse, because I wouldn't have got it right on the first try. Yeah, let's fast forward to your first cry. Wish I would have pressed stop on your pretty eyes, but instead I let them fall, and I'm sorry for it all, baby. I just want to pause and apologize. This is Queen Kitty of QueenKittyOwnsYou.com. Don't forget, douchebags, tomorrow is Winking Wednesday. Hit me up on Twitter to get your instructions after you've had your dose of the doctor on In Bed with Dr. Sue on Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Sue is available for private phone counseling at nightflirt.com slash Therapist. That's N-I-T-E-F-L-I-R-T dot com slash Dr. Sue Sex Therapist, D-R-S-U-E Sex Therapist. If you're listening from outside North America, or if you want to talk some extreme subjects, reach Dr. Sue at my phone site. That's drsue.myphonesite.com. D-R-S-U-E dot myphonesite, and that's S-I-T-E dot com. Losing the will to live, lots of dots and dashes. Anyway, just do this. Make sure you've got the real deal because she's often imitated, but honestly, there's nobody like the real Dr. Sue. What was that? And we're back. That was, we're back. <laughs> Ash was already talking to everybody. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Oh, of course it happened to the blonde. No. <laughs> okay, so we're back. So are you happy? We are happy. <laughs> That's good. Joe, so are you happy? I'm very happy. But it we're, could all be all that. that Ray is here. What, Ray? Hey, Ray. And Howie, and Castaway, and Muffin, and Madam Devilish, and Mrs. Cherry here. Mrs. Cherry's Woo! Cherry's first time, Cherry. Did we pop you? Uh, Dr. Sue, is there something wrong with your microphone? Didn't be. Why? You're sounding very way off in the distance. <gasps> is this better? Much better. See? I'm telling you. It's one of those days. <laughs> You don't want to know what's going on. Okay, so so did anyone even hear me? <laughs> We're having way too much fun over here. We are. Uh, okay, so. And if you're in the chat room, you discovered how to do the uh, umlauted you for Uber. What? Don't go there. Okay? <laughs> don't. Just, it's okay. Drink your orange juice. <laughs> Look at the sparklies. Just look at the sparklies. <laughs> look at the shoe. Look at the shoe. Look at the shoe. Okay, so before we get into questions, because I do have a couple of them that were sent in by our listeners, um, I want to cover really quickly submissive behavior. And... Because when you're looking at it, this is the reason why doms complain that subs flake. you got to remember that because we're all both dominant and submissive, 
You may even go through periods of time where you aren't submissive at all. And I think that's more like what gets on the Dom's nerves is the fact that these guys flake. Like they'll be going along perfectly fine and then all of a sudden you don't hear from them again. Well, first of all, life happens. And you really should be devoting your life to your Dom. But hey, sometimes, especially if you're just doing online work, that stuff gets in the way. But... I also think that there's another reason why they flake. And the other reason why they flake is this dominant side coming out. They get into these almost um, shouting matches with themselves where the ones that I have spoken with are just, they'll, they'll go on a binge. So the night before, they'll spend a whole pile of money and then they'll wake up and be like, oh my God, what have I done? It's the exact same thing if you're, you know, an alcoholic and you go out and binge drink and you wake up in the gutter and you're like, oh, what the hell? Same thing. It's all coming from the same thing. So, girls, try not to get too upset because, you know, one, life happens. Two, we're not always submissive 100% of the time. Like Ray, you take Ray, for example. Ray is a great example of this. Ray is submissive, loves being submissive. I'll read you what he had to say earlier. But he's certainly not going to be submissive at work. He's a firefighter. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. So, obviously, he's not going to be, oh, I can't go into the fire. (laughs) It's not going to happen, right? So that's a really classic example of someone who has to be dominant during his work hours and then wants to be submissive outside of the work hours. But it also appeases the submissive side of him because he's in a very um, people-oriented job in the sense of he's helping. Mm -hmm. So it's brilliant for that. But again, you don't want someone in Ray's position to suddenly wimp out, and that's not what's going to happen. So you see how you balance the whole thing throughout the day so that you're not constantly in one mode. So I think what I'm really trying to get through to you guys is is there is no one perfect way. You are not 100% submissive. You are not 100% dominant. You could be living 99.9, but there's still going to be that one streak in you that you would be surprised at what will come out given a certain circumstance, and all of a sudden you become that ferocious lion that you didn't even know you were. So give yourself a bit of a break. Now, that brings up fake subs, too. Fake submissives are the bane of everyone's existence. Those are the ones that pretend to be submissive. You boys need to knock it off. Fake submissives are the ones that just want to know what it's like. So they put their toe in the water, and then they pull it out, and they put their toe in it. They drive you absolutely mad. So I'm begging you guys, either, you know, shit or get off the pot. Don't do that. If you're going to be in any way, and, and it goes beyond flaking. It's, it's a hard thing for me to describe to you guys what the difference between a fake sub is. A fake sub is someone who, who calls you up and says, I want you to dominate me. Oh. So it's all about you, and I want this from you, and I want that from you, and I want you to send me pictures of your ass, or I want you to do this. That's or not I want really submissive. That's right. Anything. You're t- taking charge and asking yeah. you to do stuff for You're them. topping from the bottom. Yeah. And, and those are the ones that are probably the most annoying to any kind of dom is dealing with the ones that are just, you know, um, I, I'm going to be submissive today. It's like the Anne Heche sort of... <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll be gay today. <laughs> Those are the ones that get annoying. So you boys need to stop acting like that. But other than that, you're free to go about your business. No, just kidding. So let's get to some questions. We had we have a few actually. That would be three. Thank you for clearing. Hey, I'm just saying. Anyways, I'm going to read this. This is from Ray. So I want you to think about this. This is So think about what he does for a living, okay? 
What I wanted to say is that for me, I know why I do this. For me, being submissive is a natural thing. I truly enjoy pleasing women and making them happy. But I, let's look at that logically. He enjoys pleasing people, period. That's true. Women are going to be higher up to him because mm-hmm. I know he wants to do horrible things to Chris Brown. <laughs> we all do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he likes gifting, complimenting, helping out with time, with helping out with time and particular talents. Doing all of this makes me feel good. It's like being submissive fills a void in my life. I truly enjoy my place in the lives of the women I interact with, and I really expect nothing in return. And that's and you can see the difference. Like when when a baby sub, I call them baby subs. Those are the ones that are like 19, 20 years old. I will actually tell them to go online, get a Twitter account, and give him a list of all the submissives I want him to follow. Shut up. Don't bug them. Just watch. Look how it's done. And Ray is one of those guys because he's not one of these fake ones. He's not one of the ones that's constantly posting pictures of people's penises. Oh, and God, you know what so I mean? Annoying, it's by like, the way. Oh, yes, please stop doing that. And it, that, see, and that's another thing. It's like if you're submissive, what are you doing that for? What are you or posting pictures of women's twats? Or, oh, that's even dis- oh, don't even get me started with that. There's a lot of them that do that, and and to me, it's just like okay, it's not even flattering. What's your point? Like it doesn't make sense. If you're submissive, why are you doing that? Like it, it's like, like okay, whatever. So um. And so I got up to that, right? He expects yeah. nothing in return. Yep. And meeting Goddess L through me has been amazing. She's a most incredible woman. She, he loves, loves, loves serving her and making her happy. When L is happy, that makes me very happy. Am I making sense here? Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. She's an incredible, lovely, understanding goddess who truly cares about me, and it makes me swoon 24-7. I truly do love her. So he said, to wrap it up, the reason I do this is because it truly makes me happy to serve, adore, love, and worship Adam, and I am fortunate to have have one as a fantastic as fantastic as God is L in my life. So, look at that, gentlemen. So, if you're sitting on the fence and you're, you know, this is I call them Dom hoppers. There's a lot of submissives that jump from Dom to Dom to Dom to Dom to Dom. They just constantly sluts. They're little whores, and. This is someone who's not like that. And this is someone that you guys could actually learn from because you're missing out if you're jumping from dom to dom, if you're putting your toe in the water and pulling it back. You're missing out. I was talking to a gentleman this afternoon who that's what he's famous for, is jumping from person to person, and I told him, you aren't getting what you could be getting from your own submission. The best thing that you can do is to find one woman who you connect with, who you can serve and wake up in the morning and say, God, you know, what can I do to make her life happy because it makes me happy? That's the kind of deep submission that you're missing out on if you're jumping from person to person to person to person. So don't cheat yourselves by that. So if you take a look at what Ray just said, He's devoting his life to Goddess L. She is, loves him, takes care of him, nurtures him as a submissive. And he look at what he's getting out of it, as opposed to if he was going to go from this person to this person to this person and hit three different women in one week. That's not even really getting to know your submissive side. So you are cheating yourselves if you're doing that. Just saying. And then we have some questions from David. Now, he said, you and I have spoken before about my being a switch, which is true. For the most part, I tend to be submissive, but I do not sub in person. And occasionally, even online, I will go the other way if I react to a submissive woman. For the second time last night, it came about that both sides of my nature were entertained at the same time, i.e., I chatted with two different women, one approaching me, very dominating, the other reacting submissively, so I took the upper hand. This has the effect of being unbelievably arousing, like having two itches scratched right on the same spot at once. I can't describe how exhilarating it is. 
However, the following day, I found myself in an extremely, let's see, I don't get this. Sorry, David. In an extremely around and overwhelmingly submissive state. Anyways, he's feeling really, really, really submissive the following day. I've been coming up with ideas to serve, bought one gift for a mistress for her birthday, and have been very eager to obey and please in general all day. So the questions that he has for me is, why is he reacting this way? Is it just that my effort to exert control last night has left me out of control today? Is it just because the level of arousal is putting me out of my head? No. I think that's going back to if you are truly a switch, and I realize that in the BDSM community there are many who say that there is no such thing, and I will beg to differ to you. Um, Of course there are switches because there are those of us who can straddle the line perfectly fine. Um, And David is one of them. He's playing with both sides. I think in David's case, when he's saying, okay, why am I reacting so submissively the following day? Because you enjoyed yourself. He is, I would say, in David's case, he is a little bit more submissive than he ever is dominant. That's what I was so he's, he's, more, he's more submissive anyway. Yeah. So that's going to be his natural state to fall into when he's just been through this whole thing from the night before with, with these ladies, and he was playing both sides, which, mm-hmm. again, is fun to do. And he was luckily to be lucky he was able to do it both at the same time. It was kind of interesting. I don't know how he did that. But he was playing both at the same time, and then the following day he gets submissive. Well, sure, because that's your natural state for him. So I would say in his case he's 85% submissive, you know, 15% dominant. Mm-hmm. But, again, you can't don't, – don't judge yourself. Don't freak out, but what if I'm not this way or that? Who cares? If you have fun and then the following day you're feeling submissive, who cares? Sit back, enjoy it, enjoy the submission, and stop trying to overanalyze it. It's your natural state of being. That's the reason why you fell into it. You had such a good time the night before, you just went, ah. And here's another couple of questions here. Is this something I should be wary of and look out to avoid? Or is this a good thing, another level of my submission that can be explored and enjoyed? Or maybe a little of both. It's all valid. Go ahead and play, David. I mean, if, if there's nothing you should be wary of, you should be dabbling. That's what we're here to do. We're here to live in joy and happiness, and we are here to experience nothing but that. We're not here to struggle. We're not here to deal with these conflicts. So give yourself a break and just say, you know what? If I feel like dabbling over here, I'm going to do it. And if I feel like dabbling over this way, like you can have a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B, which is the reason why labeling bugs me. But when you sit down and think about it, Joe and I were discussing this, when you sit down and think about it, though, you actually need the label to a degree in order to differentiate if I'm talking to you and I say, okay, Hi, I'm Sue. If I were to say I'm dominant, that pretty much tells you, you know, what I am or whatever. So Mm -hmm. you see what I mean? Even though I don't like labels because we don't all fit in nice, neat little boxes and we don't all conform under one thing that a label would fit on, you almost need to have them. What do you think, Joe? I think that uh, labels are there to make people's lives easier when they don't want to put any thought into it. What do you mean? That is, if people just don't want to think about it, they just throw a label on it so that they can just put it away in a carton somewhere and move on. They don't actually take a time to think about what it is. They just label it and move on. But what about the people who are trying to fit in under these labels? That's the part that bugs me. It's well, like I have guys will say to me, well, if I suck a dick, does that make me gay? No, it does not. It does not make you gay. I don't care. But why and people would they will argue care that about point the label? But you see, why are they caring about the label? That's the issue, and that's what I'm saying. But in, it, this is why I'm trying to get people away, especially from sexual labels in the sense of, oh, am I gay, straight, or bi? Well, who cares? 
First of all, you can't become gay. Some guys will go, well, if I suck enough dick, am I going to become gay? You're already, you know, pretty sure to be bi. But it's you're not going to wake up and, and fall in love with a guy if you don't have loving feelings towards men. You can have sexual feelings towards men, but you don't have to have loving feelings towards them. And yes, like I said, people will argue that point with me, and they have every right to do that. But I'm just saying, just because a guy sucks a dick doesn't make him gay. And they get so caught up on that. There are hetero men in hetero marriages, and they're out there sucking dick. Why? They wanted to know what it was like. What's it like to be able to do that? What is it like to be able to do that, Dr. Sue? I don't know. I'm not a guy. (laughs) I can tell you from a woman's point of view, it's fucking awesome. Why? Because we're in control. You giving a guy head, you're in total control. All I have to do to, is bite to prove that. It kind of hurts. <laughs> yeah, but there's some people that like it. Mm, true. Depends on how hard you bite. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's technique, my dear. It's all technique. So, yeah, I mean, when you're talking labels, let's get rid of the labels. But to a certain degree, you do need them in order to differentiate. Don't you think? Like, okay, if it's between dominant and submissive, you got to have a label. That's no. true. No. You don't you think have, so? No. The reason why you people use the label is more to label themselves so that they, when they interact with people, they will get bonds from the person they want. Mm-hmm. Or do you think it's that we want to belong? Well, By putting a, if you put a label on yourself, you now belong to something. Well, the only reason why you want to belong to something is so that when people interact with you, there's a place that they fit in. Mm-hmm. So, in answer to David's question of is this a good thing or another level of my submission that can be explored? Yeah, go ahead and explore it. Play both sides of the coin. See how you feel the next day. Matter of fact, do some differentials on it. Do the next day just play nothing but dominant and see how you feel the following day. It's just it's a smorgasbord, and you are out there to be enjoying the buffet, and that's what you should be doing. And if you have any guilt, fault, shame, or blame to anything that you're doing, stop doing it, because what's the point? If you're going to beat yourself up over what you're doing, there is no point in doing it. None, zero, nada. But a lot of people yeah. like that they beat themselves over what they're doing. Oh, yeah, there's people that get stuck in that mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's just, you know, that's their own baggie. That's true. Well, that's yeah, a lot of just, people's baggage. That's a lot of people's baggage. It is a lot of people's baggage. and, and But you, if this is what I'm trying to get through to everybody is give yourself a damn break. Why are we all so hard on ourselves? I don't know. Maybe we should ask the caller that just came online. Cool. Let's do that. Hello, caller. You're in bed with Dr. Sue. Hello, Joe. This is Vaz from India. Hey, Vaz. 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 How's it going? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. So can you give us some sort of perspective here on the submissive mind? Yes, I just want to tell about myself. I am a sub since childhood, so I know it very well since I was a child. And how did you know it? Like, how did you know uh, because very I, young? Uh, because I was, I was living with my aunt, and my aunt really dominated me since I was a child. And like, and how, did, was, how did she do that? Did she like want you to do things a certain way, 
or only if you did the things in that way would she show you attention or affection or or was it that if I was I was just loved with my auntie so that is why all this started Do you remember why you ended up in love with your aunt's feet? Did she get you to rub them or something all the time? Uh, she uh, she sleeps with me uh, at night. I was uh, sleep with the, my uncle and aunt, and she usually put her feet while sleeping on my uh, stomach, uh, on my chest, uh, on my face. So that uh, that why it all started. Isn't that interesting? And but is it hard for you, Vaz, because? Being in India, that's a really, you know, male-dominated culture. So isn't that yeah. really hard for you to live as a submissive in a male-dominated culture? No, it's not hard because I, that was started when I was around eight or nine years old. So I never been a dominate in my life. So would you say that you're are you submissive to your wife? Yes, I do, but she do respect me too much. She do not like me to kiss her feet or to lick her feet. She just touch my feet every every morning. She do it. That's good. So that means that you get to be able to worship her feet, right? Yes, but she did not allow me just uh, for a second or or a few seconds, and then she said, "No, I do not like this. Please don't do this. Do this to me." But I respect wow. her. Someone told me to uh, Indian women are such, so you have to dominate them. She will love that. But I respect women too much, so I cannot dominate anyone. So I just want to call on show that. Uh, to, Tell that I am a sub and I will be sub always. I cannot dominate anyone. Thank you, Vaz. That's really sweet of you to call in, and we love that you called in. Thank yes, you for calling. We love you, yes. Vaz. Thank you. I also want to give a shootout. Okay, go ahead. Yes, a shootout of course to go to shoot. Shout out to who, Vaz? Say it again. Yes, shout out for you, Goddess Free. And uh, oh, another okay. shout out is for yes, another shout out is for Mr. Hellfire from UK. Another Thank you, Boss. This is such a cutie. Thank you. Another shout out is for Mr. Jack from UK. All these three ladies really stand for me on the hard time I had in past. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank all of you, please. That's very sweet Aww, of you, Vaz. Thank you, Vaz. We like the fact that you are our friend. Yeah. And you're very sweet. And you guys are missing out if you're not on Twitter because we have quite the little community there, and it's it's a very nice community. It so is. You should be over on, on Twitter and talking to Vaz and talking to all of us. Right, Vaz? Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, Vaz. Have a nice evening. Bye-bye. So that's how it started with Vaz. Yeah. I remember him telling me that. Was that he, he would share the bed with his aunt, and because he was usually at the bottom of the bed, he would always end up with her feet all over him. And you see how, how it was that early age. That's where that fetish is coming from, because everything starts pre-adolescent. And it's something as simple as that. I mean, his his aunt wasn't doing it in a sexual way. It was just the way it was. And that's how it bloomed. And sometimes you find that out and you know that's exactly where my fetish came from. And sometimes you, you don't. don't. No. Sometimes you never know. Because it can be something so innocuous. Like I always tell everybody, it's so innocuous it could be as simple as a little girl pushing you down on you know, the playground and then sitting on you. Well, there's a lot of fetishes out of that one. But even if you knew that, would it really matter or help? Yeah. Exactly. It's like, okay, now I know where it comes from. It's not going to, like, stop it's you not from wanting go to away. do that. No. 
So Exactly. It's not going to change anything. You are still going to be you. You are still going to be, you know, you're still going to have this fetish. You cannot run from it because this is who you are. Accept it, embrace it, and love it. Enjoy it. Because that's what we're here to do. Yay, party! Da, da, da. So, that's it for the show tonight, you guys. Thank you all very much for tuning in and listening. And we see Madam Devilish, like I said, and Mistress Cherry and Muffy and Castaway and Howie and Irv. Irv came by. Yay, Irv! And Ray was here and Queen Kitty was here and there's a whole bunch of people here. So, anyways, next time around, guess what? We are going to be interviewing the insanely gorgeous doms of Debauchery Detroit. So we will be talking to those lovely ladies and probably getting into some more trouble. So there you go. And hit me up Thursday, don't forget. Thursday I will be on the Entune show for my segment with her on the couch where we are going to be discussing all sorts of stuff, usually stuff now that's going to be in the news. So if it has anything to do with sex and relationships and whatever and it hits the news, we're probably going to be talking about it. So you're going to want to hit us up Thursday at 10 o'clock. And if not, be back here January 22nd for Debauchery Detroit at 10 o'clock. And I'm going to leave you guys with T. Austin Reed's A Slave Like You. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.